Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter. Uh, today we have Matthew, we have Diane, and we have my sister uh, Deb, and like always, you have me. Um, today we're going to speak about the will of God, and we're going to base this whole... Sorry, I don't know why the excess of saliva just decided to come into my throat but uh we're gonna uh we're gonna read jeremiah 29 11 and it says for i know i, I know it says for i know the plans that i the plans and thoughts i have for you says the lord plans of peace and well-being and not for disaster but to give you a future and hope and and i like this because sometimes we don't understand god's will right sometimes we feel like god's will is to you know keep us in 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 disaster and I, look I, also i was going to tell you guys that we we want to we want to make sure i, I want to make sure i explain this right to learn to take away god's will and consequences right because for example if you go outside right and you shoot somebody and then one of the family members comes and shoots you back and you end up dying it was never god's will for you to die like that it was a consequence that you did because of your actions so god's wills is right here god's wills are higher god's wills has plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster so we have to understand that god's will is always for good and our decisions our consequences tend to kind of uh we tend to kind of confuse those two things but in the will of god what i what i loved about it is that his 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 plans for us is of peace well-being and this peace and well-being is very is very uh is very important because in isaiah 15 9 7 it says um that he talks about the wicked right it says the feet that run to evil and they rest to shed innocent blood it says their thoughts are thoughts of wickedness of sin of injustice of wrongdoing devastation and destruction are in their highways and this is exactly what we think if you have something to say please uh, let me know um uh, uh, a man's thoughts all we want to think about is evil how we can satisfy ourselves selfishness first and when we read jeremiah god says no no but i have plans for you so first thing that we see is god's will is selfless it's yes. not selfish for him That's right he could have said you are my creation you're gonna work for me and you're gonna be <laughs> quiet he could have yeah. but he says no no i have plans for your well-being of course i'm sorry, I'm, off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but i just want to say like um like sometimes these plans like for our own well-being can also be like it's not always gonna mean like his plans for us are gonna be like rainbows and butterflies right like we um we just talked about like in another podcast expectations versus reality like we shouldn't expect that to happen like these plans include trials and tribulations of course but those trials and tribulations are not just to like oh like i want this guy to suffer like it might be fun to watch him right right but, <laughs> but like these trials and tribulations are for our own well-being because these things are what's going to get us closer to that statue that statue that um jesus left for us right and of course we'll never reach it but it's always going to make us a little bit closer to perfection so we can be molded by christ so yeah, right. this is what and, and, and that's what I was saying about the will of God, right? The will of God is only for peace. And what I love about this is that and you can even read more about men and men's thoughts in Psalms 94, 11. It says, the Lord knows the thoughts of men, that they are a mere breath, vain, empty, and futile. So what does it mean that our thoughts, our thoughts in general, even I know it says men, but when it says men, it means humanity, right? Mm -hmm. um, all our thoughts are literally just something that we think about in the moment. Like, for example, let's just put something that's uh, like into the moment. For example, uh, sexual pleasure. In the moment, you want it so bad. 
and it's nothing but a moment that happens and you're just like what do you feel you feel dirty you feel full of shame you feel guilty and what happens in that moment you're like oh my i was being selfish and i needed to please myself but you don't see that god what god is telling you is what no no, no. find a wife find a husband so you can be pleased for the rest of your life not just for a mere moment go ahead and you know sometimes we think that by doing these things we're pleasing god like if we're adding to him you know, like if by doing good, we could somehow make him greater mm. and mightier. And no, like the things that he asks from us, even things that are difficult for us, they're for our own well-being, which I think is incredible. The will of God is, like you said, selfless. He, it's to benefit oh, ourselves. Yeah. Sorry, can I add something? I just want to say like um, how you were saying that like God's ways are higher than our own, right? And that he knows our own thoughts. It's like the way I think of it is like when you think of yourself like 10 years ago, and you see like all the mistakes you did you're like oh my gosh like i was literally so dumb why couldn't i just do this and do this to like avoid that i feel like that's how god sees us and like as like the big picture right as like a bird's eye view where he's like i've already seen all this happen like god is not like constricted to time you know he's in the future past present and he sees us and he's like i want what's best for you why can't you just do it but we and our right now we're like no i see this happening so i think this is the best mm. course of action but god is like no like i've already seen this happen i already know where this is gonna lead like just take this place but we're so like stubborn and we don't want to like listen so i have yeah, a great example for what matt is saying is king saul so he was chosen to be king by by god he um god told samuel to go anoint him he did and he 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 was pleased by how how saul was right but the thing about saul he had low self-esteem and that caused him to be impatient call him to caused him to be impulsive it caused him to just disobey God entirely so and it sucks because he thought it was like based on what he thought as king he never consulted God by saying like oh God what do you want me to do because the first mistake he made was when he had to wait for for Samuel to make the offering he had to wait seven days and that the seventh day Samuel was gonna come but he was late and Saul was like oh my God what's gonna happen like probably is the will of God for me to do it and it's like, no, did you consult God? Or did you listen to Samuel telling you, I'm going to be there, wait for me? But no, what did he do? He burnt the offering. And God was displeased with him. Another time where um, Saul like decided to um, make an oath or a pact saying, like, no one could eat until um, we win this battle. What, but what happened? He ended up cursing his son, Jonathan. He was like, hey, no one could eat. But Jonathan wasn't there to to hear what his father said. But what happened? He ended up getting honey and eating it before the time of their victory. And that caused him to curse his own son without knowing. He was too impulsive about things. And then the disobedience when, when um, God told Samuel to tell Saul, like, hey, like, um, go to Amalek and destroy everything. Destroy cattle. They're their beautiful things their their women everything everything had to be gone everything but no what did he do he's like oh let's save the kids let's save the women let's save the cattle and he didn't even kill the king and then god was displeased and samuel was like bro god told you to do all this and you did something completely different and now god does not want anything to do with you like sometimes we think that our way is better and our will is better but it's like no 
we have to follow the will of God. Mm. Even if we get angry, even though if we get sad or like we get frustrated, but no, the will of God is always perfect because or else we end up messing up like Saul. And I just wanted to, sorry, I know you, <laughs> sorry, I just let you go into the microphone. <laughs> but I just wanted to say like with Saul, I feel like sometimes we read the story and we're like, like, dude, it was so obvious. Like God was literally telling you, don't do it. And you still did it, right? And for us, we might be like, like, but like that doesn't happen to us. Like people don't like just like God doesn't just say like Matthew, don't do this, right? Like, but in reality, that does happen. Like through people who like like our leaders, right? Through our parents, like people tell us like, oh, don't do this, and you still ignore it, and you don't see it as like God telling you to do something, but in reality, it is God telling you to do something through them. So I just wanted to add that. Like a bit. warning sign, huh? Yeah. I was gonna say that. Um, I think this is what kind of what we were saying before with the um, Diane's example, right? Because how would killing these people benefit God? It doesn't. No. If he wanted to kill them, he could kill them himself. Yeah. Right, but it would benefit them so that later these people wouldn't be able to rise against yeah. them, and that's exactly what happened. Because yes. he left them, they were able to rise against further generations. So God doesn't say like, "Oh, you know, Matthew, kill all these people so you can have bloodshed on your hands and you know how to kill people and be violent." No, He's saying, "Hey, I'm taking care of you for the future." And obviously, guys, yeah. this doesn't mean that you guys should go out and kill people. Please yeah. don't do that. This is like a spiritual, you know. Yeah. But when He says, "Get rid of something in the land of your heart," get rid of all of these people who are. Or let's say get rid of this like territory in your heart, you know, that's, I don't know, maybe like lying. He's it's not saying, oh, believe white lies behind. Those are okay. No, <laughs> everything has to go. Yeah. And it reminded me, Matthew 7, 21, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom mm. of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? And do many, many mighty works in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of law lawlessness. And I think it's really important that we have to remember that the will of God is not that we become like these incredible like tongue speakers and uh, prophesiers and uh, cast out demons. Although we should, you know, mm -hmm. these are things that come with the power of God. But the first thing that we should do is have this obedience, yeah. you know, complete surrender to do the will of the Father. And this is how we are distinguished to know that, yes, this is what we're doing. Um, yesterday, the, the pastor who was preaching was saying that, um, I thought that was so incredible. I think it was Ezekiel or Jeremiah, I don't remember one of those. But he said that um, he had already been going through like so much in his life. And in chapter 17 or 15, uh, he says, and then I converted. And I was, was like, what? Jeremiah was it? Was it Jeremiah? Yeah. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm glad you guys were paying attention to the preaching yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the point was that he spent, what, the first 17 chapters of the book doing all the things that we thought like wow god spoke through him like this is a prophet you know like mm -hmm. he's so sick and awesome but no in chapters in uh, chapter 17 he says and then i converted mm -hmm. so like what happens it's not about the things that we do it's really about like the full change doing the will of god and now god was able to speak with, uh, to him and say like what he wanted to say right you know and this goes with and this goes hand in hand with being a disciple who we were just talking about last time you look know, for example we see david for example saul mm -hmm. right right after saul was david and david's one of my favorite ones mm -hmm. what was what was what was the the thing that made him so great his heart was just like god's right his will was in his aligned. heart yeah it was aligned yeah that's uh, i like that sorry and it says in psalms 25 8, it says uh sorry it says uh psalms 25 4 it says Show me how you work, God. School me in your ways. Take me by the hand and lead me to the path of truth. You are my savior, aren't you? So so what, I, what I'm trying to tell you guys is this. is This goes with being a disciple. I'm going to tell you guys why. Because in order to know the will of God, you must be 
taught the will of God. This is not something you pick up and you go, I think that I should not wear a shirt for six months. That's okay, so be it. Nobody can tell you no. But I would just say, are you sure it's God's will or are you just going to make a fool out of yourself everywhere you go? Because there are some people that are able to do this, but you have to understand that there's somebody have to, somebody has to correct you. Somebody has to teach you. And what did David have? David had people above him that said, hey, David, for example, Samuel. Literally, whatever Samuel said was almost like a law to David. Mm -hmm. And he did that, and he respected that. And if you guys know, even if uh, there was another prophet that would come to him, and he would respect that prophet as well, uh, uh, Prophet Nathan. Mm -hmm. And I I always wondered, I'm like, look, he learned his wealth. He was willing to say, God, school me in your ways, because I don't know it. Like coming out of the womb, you don't know, oh, downloading everything you know, God, right? We have to learn. And what is the first thing that we do? We, do? we go against it. For example, you guys were saying, I don't know what one of you guys were saying, that that we ask for uh, advice. And don't get me wrong, that's me. 90% of the time, I ask for advice. And because it doesn't it doesn't align to what I want, I, I go, nah, nah, I don't like it. Why should I do it? Or if not, what I do is I like I like to go to six different people and I like to choose the best of the best all worlds <laughs> and then make it little into a little like a Powerball and throw it and then I'm like oh hopefully this sticks, bro. Listen to what it says. It goes God show me your work. Show me how you do it. School me. What do you do in school? You sit down and you learn. And that's what's gonna do that. And God's will and the Lord's will. We have to understand that something that is taught. You must be able to go ahead. Yeah. And what's beautiful about David and his walk with God is that we see that Samuel was like a teacher to most like to the king like to Saul and also to David and when he went to go when Samuel went to go anoint David um, we see when he anointed him it was in front of his brothers and also the spirit of the Lord came upon him Mm. and we can see that okay now you've learned to pastor sheep. Now you're going to move on to the next step. So that was the will of God. God saw, oh, if he's able to take care of like something that does not belong to him, then he could take care of my people too. Mm. And we can see how beautiful it is because as his heart was conformed to God, we can see he was able to defeat Goliath. He was able to show respect to Saul, even though Saul wanted to kill him. And we could also see he made weak men into brave men and victorious men. And he always followed in the will of God, no matter if he sinned. He always, <coughs> like, seeked um, advice. He always went to God himself. Also, he wasn't scared to go and ask the Father and be like, have to ask a prophet or a priest to be like, oh, ask God if I did something wrong or do this. No, he would go by himself. And he knew he had that communion with God. And I feel like... That's the will of God for us, that we should have that communion with him without Mm. going to, like, of course, our leaders are good for us, too. But we also have to learn to be able to lead ourselves in our private life. I mean, you have you have we have to have a relationship with God to even know who our leaders are. I mean, if you don't even have a relationship with God, then we don't even know how to recognize our leaders. And I was going to tell you with the will of God, just I'm not going to go back to what you said, but but with with what you said about, for example, him pastoring his his father's uh, um, what's it called? Um, Sheep. Um, It's crazy how his father told him to go out. He didn't want anybody to see. And what does God will do? No, 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 no. He is the king that I want. Mm-hmm. Even though his dad 
tried to hide him as far as he could and he said, I'm not going to teach him anything. He was the one that learned the most. Mm -hmm. He's I'm going to put him over there. Hopefully a bear eats him. He's the one that learned how to fight a bear. Oh, I'm going to put him over there where nobody wants him and nobody he can just, and what do you do? You get closer to God. So when the time comes, this is what's beautiful about the will of God, that nobody could go against the will of God. If you were called to be the best pianist in the world, no matter who, doesn't matter who wants to go <laughs> against it, God is going to make you the best pianist in the world. Now, of course, it has to be God's will. But I think you had something to say, didn't you? Mm, not really, but I, 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I think you were um, excited yeah. to be here. <laughs> Careful, don't drop anything, guys. But um, I, yeah, I was just gonna like say that basically that we have to have a personal relationship with God. Like um, the devil was telling me earlier, um, because um, I was asking like, how do we know God's will for us, right? And I like I was like, I don't want to just say like read the Bible, right? But then like obviously like that is what we have to do, yeah. right? <laughs> like it's just such a simple answer. And I feel like some people aren't really like satisfied with it right they're just like okay i'll read the bible now what right but not just read it like actually like take it into consideration right because um that's how you like know god more because how are you supposed to have a relationship with somebody you don't know right and that's how you get to know god through like all these stories that you hear about him through everything that he's done through everything that he's done in other people's lives right and um deb was like telling me she was like um how do you know like what your parents want from you right because you talk to them every day like they tell you constantly right you have a communication with them like you live with them and this is basically how we have to be with God, right? We have to live with God. We have to be in constant communication, praying, you know, we have to get to know him. And only then will we know what he wants from us. Cause it's so simple. Like he says that everything in the Bible that we need mm. to do, right? Like, I just want to bring up this verse, which is Matthew 4, 4. And it's when Jesus is being tempted by um, the devil. And he says, but he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we have to live with like everything that the Lord says to us, right? We can't just read it and then they be like, okay, fine. We have to actually live by it as well. And if you notice, Jesus, Jesus, there correlates food with the word of God, right? And what mm -hmm. happens with, with food, right? You eat it and it doesn't automatically, you know, become you, right? Like, like if you eat a burrito, <laughs> yeah. your forearm doesn't become into a burrito, right? Like you have to digest it. And that's exactly what we forget to do with the word of God. We read it. We just read it. Okay, thank you. But we forget to meditate. And meditating is a part of digesting it. When you read a verse in the Bible, don't just read it and be like, okay, thank you. I read it. Thank you very much. I'm going to go to sleep. But instead... <laughs> Meditate it. And that's what you were you were asking. Like, how does how do I know what my mom and dad want? Don't you think about every like for example they say, Hey Matthew, when I come home, I want the dishes mm -hmm. done. What is ringing in your head all day <laughs> until you do it? How are you gonna do it? And then what do you do subconsciously? You start making a plan on how you're gonna do it, right? Oh look, I'm gonna take out all the plates, I'm gonna clean one by one, and I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna rest. And I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do it again. Well, for me, it's usually rest then do it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but you but but you know that your plan yeah. is set, but why? Because we meditated, you digested what it said. That's why God said there that not only from bread alone shall a man live, but from word, but we have to digest that yeah. word. We have to meditate in that word, and then the word of God starts coming into us. And meaning that, you know, you're not gonna take a bite out of the Bible. Yeah. But instead, spiritually, you're going to digest it. Go ahead. And, uh, you can see me. Yeah, I can see you. Him, I, was like <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that I, I think the perfect example of this is Jesus. Uh, right? Jesus is the word becoming flesh. So literally, his actions are the word, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is incredible, right? Like, his, he's the logos. And um, I love what he says when he is trying to tell uh, the father, you know, like, please remove this cup from me. And Luke 22, 42 says, uh, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. 
So I, I love this verse because it's so clear that Jesus had his own will, right? Like Jesus' will was, I don't want to die. Of course, nobody right. wants to die. <laughs> yeah, right. So he said, like, if it's possible, you know, let this cup pass from me, right? Like, I, I, I don't want to, right? But let it just be your will. Ignore mine, which is crazy, right? Because Jesus is God, right? Mm. How can there be two things? But it's because he just came to show us exactly what the word says. Like, yeah, sure, we all have our will. And God's will is not always easy. Actually, God's will is never easy. Mm. God's will is so difficult because it's all the things that are good and holy. And mm. our flesh wants to do all the things that are nasty and bad. Um, oh, you, no, you're you want to <laughs> We can talk together. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to say, like, you know, this is, I think, the perfect example of what we should do. Like, let's look at Jesus. And he had such an open communication with the Father. Like, God, your will for me seems really impossible. I don't know if I can do it. But help me. Let it be your will and not mine. And I think that that's when, you know, uh, really we start to have some kind of breakthrough. Uh, I think Danny was saying in the last podcast, right? Like, or no, I think it was Sam saying, like, oh, first we want to... Uh, get clean before we take a shower and that's crazy right we come to God and we say hey we can't do this alone help us out and God is the one who does the the work right but I just think it's important that we know not even Jesus his will was aligning to the father but he said I give up what I want and I do what you want exactly but a negative way that I could put this in because no <laughs> I'm just kidding no because I'm like there's two sides to a coin like it's like you either do it the right way or you do it your way and most of us want to do it our way. We're very, we like being comfortable. And it's not that, there are people who read the Bible every day and they still live a life of like, mm. whatever they want. There are like atheists who read the Bible every day just to <laughs> prove, like try to prove us wrong. Yeah, like. <laughs> and it's like, like Samson, he was a judge. He had to read a bunch of scrolls. He had to lead the people. But what, what won him over? He liked to drink and he liked women. Like it, it's stuff like that where it's like he was leading people and he was also someone who had to protect the people as well mm -hmm. and it's like but he only did it when it benefited him whenever he got upset he was like okay i'm gonna kill all of you guys or but then what happened the will of god was for him not to like first of all he was a nazareth so he was had a covenant he couldn't drink he couldn't cut his hair he had to stay um, like sanctified before God, but he didn't do that. And he kept pulling and trying to see like, how far can I go before I get in trouble? Because mm. even the power of God went over him a lot of times. And it's like, okay, let nothing bad has happened to me yet. Let me keep going. Let me keep doing what I want. Mm. But it's like, that wasn't God's will in the first place. God's will was for him to lead his people, to protect his people, but he didn't want that until he got humiliated. Right. And I don't think none of us want to wait till that part where we get humiliated in front of everyone. And there, right there, you start um, walking in the path of God. Right. And, you know, I was going to tell you just with the Samson, just because so we finished the story, you know, he, he, due to everything he does, he, he goes outside of God's will. And I just want to apply this to the story. It's uh, Psalms 25, 8. Because even after he did all those bad things, what did he still do? He still helped them get corrected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in Psalms 25, 8, it says, God is fair and just. He corrects the misdirected and sends them in the right direction. He gives the rejects his hand and leads them step by step. So I want to tell you guys that the will of God is not to destroy us and humiliate us, but the the the, the will of God is to say, okay, you you're done. 
Are you done doing it your own way? Here, let me still help you. Let me let me push you. Let me nudge you towards the right way. And I love this version. This is the AMP version because it says it sends you in the right direction. And how did how did uh, uh, Samson die? He ended up dying while killing uh, a bunch of Philistines, right? I mean, he ended up dying, right? Yeah. But he ended up kind of kind of like making up with God and saying, "Look, I understood that what I did was incorrect. Mm -hmm. Give me the give me the power that you used to give me once more." And what does he do? He guides. He corrects. And that's what we must understand that the will of God has there has to be some correction. If there is no correction, even David that we were talking about before, what happens when he he takes Bathsheba? He, he gets corrected, mm -hmm. and how what happens? The, his son dies. His mm -hmm. first son dies, and what? And then what does he? What does he do? Does he start crying? Like, oh my God, God is unfair. No, mm -hmm. he understood that what he did was incorrect, yeah. and he understand that. For example, I, I never forget when. Uh, if you do the prayer, uh, you do the time. Exactly, <laughs> like you know when your parent would say, "Don't say these things," and the first thing you say that, what, what would your dad or mom do? S yeah. Slap you. Not only that, don't go like this. One, two, three, oh whooping in your room. You already know this. Hey. That gets triggered. Three strikes. <laughs> yeah, gets triggered. Start screaming right now. Like, um, so I was going to tell you guys that there needs to be some correction. If you guys don't like correction, then the will of God is not the right way. Now, the longing for correction comes, I think, with age. If I'm not, if I can, if I can say that, because I didn't like to be corrected earlier, and when I used to get bad grades, my dad would whoop me, and somehow I would be mad at my dad. How does that work? <laughs> now, yeah, now that I look back, you know, 15 years ago, and I'm like, yeah, I was a stupid kid. You know, he was whooping me because he told me I need to be good, doing good at school, mm -hmm. and I did not understand that part. And it comes with time and it comes with understanding that if he corrects, it's because he loves you. And if he leads you, it's because he wants to, he wants you to finish in his will. He needs you to, you know, how to say this, do his will. He wants you to finish his will. Mm. I don't know if you guys have anything to say. Oh, now you guys don't have nothing to say. Well, I just wanted to like, I, I well, Deb kind of already said this, right? But, <laughs> but I just want to like, re, not reiterate, but like re, re say it because it's like, it's like so crazy, right? Like that God literally is the creator of everything and he doesn't have to do anything for us. Like he doesn't owe us anything, right? If anything, we owe him our our life, oh, right? <laughs> but God yet still cares for us so much that he has a purpose for us, right? Like um, the verse, like Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations, right? He has a plan for us since we were, before we were, we were even born, before we were even like thought of, right? And it's so crazy that he cares for us this way. And all he wants for us to do is his will. But it's not like his will is like, like Deb said, it's not to like, like give him everything. Well, it is to give everything, right? But it's not for him. It's for our own good, <laughs> right? So even though we owe him everything, he still gives us everything that we need and wants us to do stuff according to our own good. So yeah. it's never like God's doing it like, oh, I just want you to do this because. Like, right? It's because we need to do it for our own selves. You know how I feel that this, 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 this kind of like, I don't know, I'm getting like a mental picture, like, but I'm thinking, I'm seeing like a, like, for example, when we come to this world, it's like a dark place, right? Mm -hmm. And, and how do you know where to walk, right? That's God's will, right? Where do you walk is God's will. And you can see that in Psalms 119, 105, it says, your word is lamp to my feet. 
and the light to my path. Now we all understand that the path that we want is the will of God, right? Mm -hmm. That's the will, that's what we want. And that's the path we want, the will of God. And what do we need to use? The the word of God, guys. And sometimes we want to do everything because we feel, oh, I feel like I should change church. So we go and change church. Oh, I feel that, you know, the best musician doesn't like me, so I gotta I gotta do this. Or I I feel like I you know, some a lot of people I, I hear them say this and look it checks me as well because I say I feel a lot. But for example, I, I say, oh, I feel like I should be doing this. Or I feel like I should be playing the piano. I feel like I should be playing the drums. And I'm like, what does God want? Mm -hmm. What is God's will? Maybe you were never meant to play piano, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was he was like, what if God, we go to God and he's like, bro, you were supposed to like save a bunch of people, be like a prophet of the nations, but you ended up playing piano. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, I know, and Andrew was having like three life, three life imagine, <laughs> imagine you go up to heaven and he, said, and he shows you like, He's like, oh, look at this movie. And you see him, he's like, wow, who was that man? Oh, that was supposed to be you. But you decided to play, you decided to play drums instead. And I was like, really? You, you, you decided to be scared. And how do we know? We need to get the word of God. Psalms 19.8, it says, The percepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure and bright, enlightening to the eyes. And last one, because I know you're going to take it and you're going to get this one. This is really nice. If Proverbs 6.23 says, For the commandment is a lamp, for the whole teaching of the law is light, and the reproofs of discipline are the way of life. We need to know what this lamp is, and His will will be our guide. Go ahead. I have a perfect example. I knew no, you were. I, I knew you were going to have it, so that's why I gave it to you. It's Paul. Yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's in Acts 9. So, of course, Paul was a persecutor. He executed Christians. But also, he was blinded by a light, right? Yeah. So, and we can see that any Christian would be scared to go up to, to Paul. But God sends Ananias to go talk to him. And he was like, oh, shoot. Like, he's going to decapitate me. me. Like, he's going <laughs> to go. Me. Yeah. But no, he says, go. I have chosen Saul for important work. I want him to tell other nations, the rulers and other people in Israel about me. So just because we see other one, like other people struggling or you're like, I don't think God will ever call that person or like, I don't think like they're not in a good situation right now, but God always has a perfect plan for everyone. And you can see right here with Paul, like even though he like struggled a lot, he like wanted to kill, he, he thought his leadership was perfect. Like you can see like, okay, like God was like, this is not the type of leadership I wanted you to have. Let's shift it. Right. And imagine he wasn't, he became like someone great, someone that you remember, someone that you're like, you don't even talk about Peter as much than we do Paul, even mm -hmm. though Peter was the one who opened up like, like th for evangelism around the world but we talk about paul because of how amazing god is in his grace that he used a man who would kill to like preach to those people he would kill or like to like just convert them to jesus and say like look at me i used to murder but now i call people and i save mm -hmm. them i heal them i'm able to bring them back to life like and we don't see that like in some people we're like oh i don't think so mm. like but it's like it's not what mm. we think we're we're not supposed to be like ananias and be like no like i don't no. think so this is scary and like no whatever like we see we have to like um guide in the right way and make sure we fulfill of course our will for god and also in other people
Right. Right. And and that's and that's the will of God, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's not. For example, if it was Ananias's uh, thoughts and will, it would have been a different guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you say Paul. You're like, how could it be Paul? Paul was killing Christians like literally two minutes ago. <laughs> right? He's going to kill me next. Just like what you were saying. And honestly, I agree with Ananias. Like, I would have been like, yo, God, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, are you sure? Because, you know, like this guy who was killing. And then he finds him. And well, how does he find him? He can't see. He finds him in this house. And the whole thing is beautiful, what you said. But, you know, I love about Ananias is that he was willing. Mm-hmm. He was willing to do what was the Lord's will and not what his will was. Willing to possibly die. Yeah. Yes. That's a martyr. And, and if he gets, and <laughs> even not only, it's a what? I'm like, that's a martyr. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a martyr. You know who else was a martyr? Uh, what's the guy that? Stephen. Stephen. Stephen or Stephen? No, Stephen. I think it's Stephen in English, guys. Yeah, yeah in English. I think it's Stephen. It's just that. If her color agrees with me, then it's right. Oh, how do you say it in Spanish? Stephen. Stephen. Oh. Steven. I read Stefan. I think I think the point is that we understand who we're talking about, right? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, some people are like yelling from outside of the podcast. No, it's Steven. I'm like, relax. It's we understand what it is, but we understand that, for example, him as well. Like, what was what was what was his thing? He was telling all the Pharisees, right? You guys all. I'm just gonna you know summarize it. You guys all suck with God, right? And then what does he do? Or really? So what does what does he do? He throws, they start stoning him. That's what he was saying, right? He was telling him, he was like, you know, God has been helping you and helping you and helping you. What you guys been doing? Just turning your back on on him. And what does he do? Oh, really? Boom, they start, they start stoning him. And I always think like, man, Ananias must be like, dude, I heard about Stephen. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go through the same thing, man. And you know, Paul was in that, in that stoning. It says that Saul, Saul held everybody's coats when they were stoning Stephen. Oh yeah, yeah, you have to read that part. Yeah. Stephen. It's Stephen. I told you guys, cool. <laughs> roasted. Um, I was, I was, I was telling you guys that the will of God is important. For example, I was, I was gonna also add that Matthew six thirty three says, "But seek, aim at, strive after first of all the, the of His kingdom and His righteousness, and His way of day, of being and doing right, and all things." taken together will be given to you besides so i I was going to tell you guys that this is so important because what does god tell you this part of his will his will he says please first look for my kingdom Mm -hmm. look for the spiritual part look for what i need to give you and as you're looking for that i will give you everything else you like and you might say that danny is not so hard because i want to go to school i want to college i want to be you know the president of the united states and i want to become this famous you know whatever lawyer i want to become this i want to become that i want to become this and i go that's all great but my question is this look at the bible nobody can go against the bible mm-hmm. what did he say but first look for his kingdom do we look for his kingdom do we look for his righteousness do we look for how to be, do things right? And lastly, I was going to tell you guys that how do we know if we're doing His will? Mark three thirty three says, and he, Jesus replies, "Who are my mo- who's my mother and who are my brothers?" And looking around to those sat in a circle about him, he said, "See, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does what God's will is my brother, my sisters, and my mothers." So how do we? What do we get when we follow God's will? We become Jesus' brothers and sisters, and even mothers. He even said. So we must understand that the will of God is powerful to even give us that uh, 
How do you say nada I don't, that link with Jesus Christ of being almost like a family member? Go ahead. Danny, I was going to say, you know, sometimes we uh, get all like philosophical and we're like, what is the will of God really? You know, <laughs> but if we just open our Bible, like literally it clearly says the will of God is this. Right. Mm. Uh, and I just have two examples and then I'll be quiet. Um, the first one is <laughs> First Thessalonians five sixteen through 18 Rejoice always, pray without ceasing Give thanks in all circumstances For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you Simple, straight to the point You want to do God's will Rejoice always, pray without ceasing And give thanks in all circumstances And then the second one, First Thessalonians 4, 3 For this is the will of God, your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you, for God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. And I lied, I have one more. Um, but this is this is the one that I really like. <laughs> Romans 8.26 Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with us intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words and he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of god so even when we don't reach like the stature of doing the will of god through prayer the spirit comes and he fixes it for us so that we can pray according to the will of god and i think that's incredible right as long as we're trying as long as we're pushing to do the will of god like god completes with his grace what we cannot do so i thought that was beautiful read your bibles and you'll know the will of god amen and this brings me to Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. this leads me back to a great example. Yeah. <laughs> so Moses, yes, like, he didn't know what his full purpose was. He was kicked out of, like, his kingdom. Well, he ran away, basically, but he was persecuted right. also. Uh, but you can see that God calls him back. He, he in his spirit was like, why am I alive? Why? I, like, he didn't know he should have died, like, at birth, but, like, the spirit like brought him back to a bush where God spoke to him and we can see that the Lord even like tells him like the will that he has was to take like free his people and he was like I don't think I could do that but he eventually does it with the help of his brother but then at some point in his life he would always go up to the mountain and pray and always seek God and that's what we need to do in order mm -hmm. to have that type of friendship has how we say like be brothers with Christ and like continuously seek God because at some point like God even compared him to a God of this earth like Moses because of how continuous he would go meet up with God all the the beautiful things he would show him and like that's the will of God in our life that we somehow like reach the same stature of Jesus that we're able to see what God um, wants from us see vision see like uh, like hear prophecies like and say them too and have dreams of like oh so and so is gonna be up there one day i'm gonna be up there one day or like everyone like is gonna eventually like lead others to christ and that's the will that we have to follow we have to preach the word we have to be be walking um according, in, according to how jesus walked and um be evangelist even though some of us are scared to like speak to others but i feel like like god helps us through that like if you ask god like i don't know how to speak he gives you a way to speak the same way moses struggled he gave him a voice through aaron 
And we can see that Aaron was the Holy Spirit, a figure of the Holy Spirit for Moses, that he, like, helped him. He gave him the right words. He, like, dic like dictated to him, like, oh, okay, this is this what is you it. should say. And that's how the will of God for us is. Like, it's not, oh, I have to, like, play an instrument, or I have to, like, do media, or I have to dance. No, it's speaking the word, like, just to your friends and being like, yeah, I'm fulfilling the will of God. I'm bringing more souls into the kingdom of God. And that's basically it. Beautiful. There's nothing else to add, or are you good? You good? Honestly, with what you guys started saying, I think there's not much to say. We're almost like 40 minutes. So, guys, uh, thank you guys for, um, uh, you know, tuning in to our to our episode. And I was gonna tell you guys that just let's all look for the will of God and understand that there's a process to get there. And just like Jeremiah 29:11 says, the way that we started. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, but to give you a future and hope. So, guys, God bless you guys. I hope to see you guys next week. And, yeah, God bless. Take care. <laughs>